Yeah, welcome to the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt, back with another episode here on the Shiesty Show. I believe this is episode 19. 19, we steadily grinding, man, having these things. I'm still torn if I want to put them out on Tuesday or Wednesdays. Um, Wednesdays, a lot of other stuff drops, like the Joe Button podcast and a lot of stuff I listen to. So I was always against it. But um, you know what? I feel like I feel like if they're dropping that day, there might more there might be more eyes on podcasts that day. So it might be a good idea to drop on Wednesdays. But anywho, back to the episode of the Shiesty Show, episode nineteen. I'm your host Matt. Back on the Shiesty Show, where we talk about everything and anything with everyday people and everyday topics. Um, we back in live here in the booth, man. First things first, uh, NBA playoffs uh western conference finals last night you know we gotta talk about my lake show uh the lake show didn't look too good they started to come on toward the end of the game but by then it was already a little bit too late uh but you know it's game one they played in denver by all means you know the home team's supposed to take care of home court so we're not gonna really uh fault too much on that one that's that's one game uh it's in the past Lakers, like I said, kind of to see they kind of seem to jail and get it to go uh, toward the end of the to, to, toward the end of the night. But like I said, by then it was already a little bit too late to catch up. But um, <clears throat> as far as this series goes, we knew what the series was going to be. Uh, Denver Nuggets, probably the best team in the West. Um, got the MVP, you know, on their team. Uh, Jokic, he's a bad man. Uh, bad matchup of ADs not playing up to par because you know. That's a real one-on-one type of matchup there. So AD's AD's got to make them work on the offensive end and the defensive end. Uh, so we need AD to score, but also play good defense, get boards. You know, Jokic is a big body, so fighting in that paint is going to be key for the Lakers to win. Um, can't expect LeBron at 37, 38 years old to to continue to uh, be able to step up to the challenge. Father time is, is is coming for him. But, you know, let's just hope that Lake Show can get one more. I think if I think if LeBron can get one more championship in L.A., um, I think he goes back to Cleveland for his last year and, and rides it out there and retires, man. Um, really, really nothing left for him to do at this point if he wins another championship with the Lakers. You go to the one of the greatest organizations, win two, come to Miami, bring them two. You go to Cleveland and bring them their only championship. You know, he's had a great run, man. Is it Kobe-esque or is it Michael Jordan-esque? Nope, but every career is different. I don't hold LeBron in that category. But at the same time, he's still great. And uh, I think with this, he gets this second championship, he will be considered one of the best Lakers of all time. Um, I, I I think two's good enough to bring it. You know, if they can retire Paul Paul Gasol's jersey with two championships, uh, they can definitely retire LeBron James, uh, and he he goes up with their up there with those Laker legends. Just makes you really appreciate the Lakers team and organization, uh, what they built, their the championship pedigree, um, closest thing to the New York Yankees in, in basketball for sure man it, it's a great organization them and the Celtics uh most championships in NBA history uh, and that and that would be a great series that's kind of the series I'm hoping for just because of the rivalry and the history there but uh Jokic is going to be hard to get out the way 
Jimmy Buckets playing like a man possessed, uh, he's, he's, he's definitely going to be hard to get out the way. Um, but on that game, overall, in general, one game, Lakers got to come back strong, build on it if they can go. I'm at least still one in Denver. That's all they need, man. So let's hope let's hope for that. Um NBA playoffs tonight. We got Miami against Boston. Uh Boston was my favorite to pull it out. Um but the way Miami's playing these last couple series of Jimmy Butler really taking over and becoming a dominant man and, and becoming the man for his team late and uh really putting on uh, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough series. Great series. Um, I still got Boston coming out, but I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna go seven games. Boston pulls it out. I just think Al Horford and, and Tatum and those guys have tasted and got so close. Uh, I, I I know they want that championship, you know, and um, I think it's their time right now. So I got Boston pulling it out in seven, but it's gonna be another great series. I'm hoping both these series are great and we don't just see a blowout. Um, but really up in the air right now because usually when the West team comes out, you kind of have more of a favoritism for the West just because it seems to be a lot harder to come out the West. Um, but with these two East teams playing the way they're playing, man, the way Boston tore it up, the way Tatum went off that last game, uh, uh, ridiculous just shooting threes. It seemed like with no effort and, and swishing them, man, and, and Jimmy – doing pretty much whatever he wants to do out there. Uh, these are going to be two very tough East teams for whoever the West may face. Very two tough teams. Um, so we're going to definitely see how that goes, man. But, you know, for now, the Lake Show, it's only one game. Put it behind us. Get ready for the next game. Uh, like I said tonight, Miami, Boston. You know what? I'm actually going to limb on this one. I want Boston winning the series. But I think Miami comes out and, and, and dominates first game. Uh, you hear it here first before the game starts. Right now it's 445. So 445, your boy predicted the truth. I think Miami's going to come out and dominate this first game. But I still see Boston in seven. Um, going to be a tough series. But, you know, you got to love playoff basketball. Just a different level of intensity. Different level of uh, competition and heart and, and will to win. Uh, when you got 82 games or whatever it is now in the NBA, I'm not sure if they shortened it yet. Whatever, whatever it is, is there's nights where you're doing back to backs or you're playing one night rest, play another night. So there's there's gonna be days where you just don't got it. Uh, but it seems like playoff time, the whole seven games, everyone's got it. Whether you're hurt, whether you're not hurt, um, the NBA is just it's just a different level of competition. You can feel it, you can see it, you can hear it in the building. Um, so gotta love playoff basketball, man. One thing I don't love since we're on the topic of basketball is John Morant continuing to flash guns on Instagram live, pretending to be somebody that he's not. Um, it's, it's sad to see, man, how John Morant lives a life. 99% of the world, not just the U S 99% of the world would love to be John Morant. Making $200 million, playing a game he loves, best facilities, best food, best lifestyle you can possibly have. And this guy continues to pull up to the hood, bumping NBA young boy, thinking that he's that boy with the tool 
and goes and continues to flash it on Instagram live. Now, this is the type of foolishness I've never, never gotten. I'm, I'm still pretty young. I'm 29. Um, but when I was a little bit younger, the people I hung around with and, and the stuff they did that was illegal or some would deem wrong, we didn't go and put it on the internet. We didn't go and record anything. We didn't go and take pictures and, and flaunt pictures of what was going on. You know, whether that was drugs or whatever was was near and around at that time. You know, I'm not, I wasn't no gang member or anything, but, you know, you see things coming up in in areas that's a little more rough than others. Uh, and it was never the object to go and tell and show people. Uh, but this generation, a little bit under me and younger than me, seems that everything needs to be for the gram. Everything needs to be for TikTok. Everything needs to be publicized and viewed and critiqued. They die for attention. I have a song in one of my raps where I say, it's no longer a crack epidemic, but these these idiots on the internet dying for attention. John Moran, I don't think he's an idiot, but what he is doing is idiotic. You're a young man, you're 23 years, old, with more, 23 years old with more money than anyone could ever dream of and more money than anyone will ever touch in generations of people. And this guy continues to fumble the bag. I haven't seen this stupidity since Antonio Brown and the Raiders situation. This guy continues to fumble the bag even when the people behind him are are putting out a crutch to save this guy and his reputation and his name and his legacy and his and his skill because he is a very skilled and gifted player if you watch John Moran play you know that and for him and, and to continue to do this when you know you got young kids looking up to you people in Memphis looking up to you especially with the yo young Dolph situation we know how it goes down in memphis um it's just uh, flashing guns man what they always say any sucker could pull a gun take a real man to throw them hands so having a gun don't make you no man don't make you no tough guy you know and if you're gonna pull a gun you're gonna have to use it the majority of the time, people ain't going to just let you pull a gun out of them and walk off like everything is all good. So he, he's just asking for the wrong situations. He's doing the wrong thing. And I really think if, if Adam Silver doesn't hand down a tough suspension this time for him, um, he's going to be another Alden Smith. He's going to be another Vontae Burfick. He's going to be another Josh Gordon. Someone that was had all the talent in the world could do everything you need but just can't get out of their way johnny menzel <laughs> them type of dudes that just the one thing that this really makes me question too is do these players really love the game or were they just gifted with a talent and they do it because it makes money that's something we need to talk about too 
A lot of these stories we hear on podcasts now with a lot of these ballers exposing people that didn't like to practice, show up late, missing games for, for certain things. Um, just shows a lot of these guys don't love the game like you think they would. And now I understand why Dion always says, I don't have the patience to teach grown men that don't want to learn and get paid a lot of money. I understand it now. You know, and um, I just hope John Moran, get your shit together, man. Get your shit together. You're a great player. There's no need for you to flash gun. Why would you even want to be in a neighborhood you got to carry a gun? Is that somewhere you would want to take your family? Is that something you want to be around, looking over your shoulder, trying to be a tough guy your whole life? You know, it, it's, oh, man, it, 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 it's turning into that situation, and let's hope that it doesn't get any worse and he don't get hurt and no, no one gets hurt. And uh, Adam Silver, slap him with a heavy suspension, let him sit at home and really think about it, let him lose some more millions. Uh, but at this point, it doesn't look like he cares what anyone says. Bunch of yes man in his circle. That's that's what that does, and that's what that tells me. Pops ain't pops ain't in the way. Pops probably happy he's a celebrity and gets recognized at these games. Um, so, man, it's it's sad to see. Don't throw away your future like Henry Ruggs, man. I seen this. Don't do it. You know, but um. Back to some sports news. Back to some sports news. In the booth, I heard reports that Devontae Adams said, I'm not ready for a rebuild. I'm ready to win now. That's what the report says. Uh, him and Raiders off front office, not seen eye to eye. But you know what, man? I think a lot of times these reports come out from people that hate the Raiders. The people that even write for the Raiders don't like the Raiders. That's what I see from a lot from this. Because I've seen plenty of times you guys come out and say something about Adams and then he tweets that y'all telling some bullshit. Now, I don't think they're being wrong in what he said about a rebuild. But the first thing they said is, where's Adams going to go when Derek Carr got traded? Well, he only came here for Derek Carr. What are the Raiders going to do? Are they, he's, gonna, he's definitely going to want out. He wants out now. And what did Devontae Adams come and say? I was a fan of the organization before I was friends with Derek Carr. So we got that out the way, right? Thought he didn't want to be a Raider. Says, I'm ready. Gives all the support to Jimmy G. Everything he could do. OTAs, he's there. Early workouts, he's there. But they say he's disgruntled and he don't want to be in Vegas. <laughs> It's always some, man. They they want us to trade our best players and do all these stupid moves so at the end of the year they could turn around and be like, why did the Raiders make this move? It's fun to watch. It's fun to see. Uh, Tom Brady part might become part owner, small investor into the Raiders. How do I feel about it? You know what? In all honesty, Tuck Rule was so long ago, I still get pissed about it. But the fact that Tom Brady almost became a Raider – and the fact that he's linked for the Raiders forever, but he's also linked to winning. So if he can come in and, and implement some things and help us be winners, 
I'm all for it, man. No grudge. If we could bring back John Gruden, that piece of shit, John Gruden, then I'm here to open my arms and bring in Tom Brady as an owner of the Raiders, uh, part owner of the Raiders. Um, but we'll see where that goes and how that ends up, you know. But uh, definitely ready for some football. I didn't get to see the XFL championship game, but shout out to the XFL, man. I know they must have had a great season. I definitely watched some games, uh, especially some of those early games uh, when it when it first started to drop. Um, definitely, definitely uh, was competitive, and definitely with them having the partnership with the NFL, I, I think there's room to grow there and give these these guys that maybe were undrafted or or had things go wrong in their life. A B uh like a A B or Josh Gordon. You know, Josh Gordon out there was was dominating, I know, in the beginning as well. Man, why not? If they have a G League, if they have a minor league, why doesn't the football team have a minor league? One of the biggest sports in America have a minor league. Um so all all roots for Dwayne Johnson and his partners over there at XFL, man, and hopefully everything comes out good for that. Saturday, let's get into some more news here on the Shiesty Show. We got boxing news. We got Loma versus Devin Haney. One of the best guys in the game right now, Devin Haney. Sharp, accurate, um, young Mayweather to me. Him and him and Shakur Stevenson are the same type. Shakur being the younger guy, he's a little more explosive to me. But uh, Haney's right there too, man. And... Loma is not no walk in the park. Ooh, this guy was a previous pound-for-pound pound number one guy for a long time. Had a lot of the belts. Other than that that tough loss to Timofimo, he, he's he's bounced back and, and did his thing, man. And um, he's still called the Matrix for a reason. He hits, hits, he hits you with those angles. Um, he, he, he definitely moves footwork. Uh, reminds me of a young Pacquiao. Um, maybe not as explosive with the power. But sharp, precise, Chris knows how to come in angles, come at you in, at angles, and, and, and really um, know how to box, sweet science of boxing. Uh, so it should be a great fight. Devin Haney, Lomachenko this Saturday, May 20th. Um, that should be a good one, man. I'm definitely going to tune into that and uh, check that out and be in all support, man. I'm glad these fights are happening. These big names are stepping up like Tank and Ryan. Now we get Loma Haney. Hopefully now this will bring out Crawford and to Earl Spence. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, you know, another great night of boxing. Happy to see this. Who do I predict? I predict my <coughs> I predict my boy Devin Haney coming out and winning in, winning in 12. Uh, I think it will go 12 rounds. I don't think we'll have a knockout. Both guys are great boxers, but don't really see the knockout here. But I'm going to give it to Haney. 12-round uh, decision. Devin Haney, man. Y'all tune into that one. That's going to be a great fight for boxing and the fans to watch and enjoy. Um, next on my list, we got football news. We talked about uh, John Moran. We talked about. So last thing I want to touch here is this. Boxing's great. Football coming back. Don't really touch too much in baseball. Uh, I, I wait more into the later time for playoffs. Basketball on fire. Um, so we doing our things. Oh, I wanted to touch on this too. I finally I didn't get to touch on this back when it ended, but I watched the Bel Air series and just for those that watch Bel Air, great show. I definitely felt like season two was better than season one. I feel like 
the actors and the people that are playing these roles, they definitely got more practice, more time to be on film and get along with each other. A lot of that has to do with chemistry and just being around people that you genuinely want to be around. Uh, that comes out on camera. Even you don't, even if you don't hear it, it definitely body language and, and, and things like that expose a lot and, and bring a show together when they have chemistry. Um, so Bel Air season two, that was a great series, man. Um, steadily watching ready for season three. Uh, that's, that's been a great show. This one, not as comedic and comedy as the original Fresh Prince with Will Smith. This one's more drama. If you guys are not up to it, uh, check that out. Great show. Um, it's a good listen and then a good watch. So check that out, man. And, uh, Last but not least, Lake Show. I'm predicting it here. Lake Show is six. Predicting the Lakers in Miami to be in the finals. I'm hoping it's Lakers in Boston. But I'm going to say it's going to be the Lakers in Miami. Both Sunshine States. (laughs) Let's make it happen. And uh, Canelo, we need that Bivoa Benavides, baby. Don't let us down. And uh, that's another edition of the episode. <laughs> that's another edition of the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt. And y'all be good out there. I'm out. <laughs>